This week on the Bamcast, we dance into the fire with our last view to a grill. One spy, we're mate. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 223. Yeah. And the last week of April. It is. Also, Sadly. that's a large number of episodes. It's two, two, three. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the Kapow anniversary? <laughs> yes. 223rd anniversary aware. is the Kapow. I did, two, two, three. I did, it's, I did it's a caliber. It's a caliber episode. Oh. oh. Okay. Gun talk. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the BFCast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote of a bad movie. And we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. And the bad bad movies is to stay away. They get a negative slice. Get one of five bags as a douchebag after Twilight. Boo. Yuck. Boo. So, wrapping up April as we knew it would all along. The reason April exists. The reason for the season. The long talked about, never seen <laughs> until now, Spy Mate. Spy Mate! Finally! Spy Mate! <laughs> How long has it been since we did our James Bond thing? I mean, it was it was it was Skyfall. We almost watched it for episode wow. one forty nine and one fifty. It almost made it there for both of those. Yeah. But instead, we watched If Looks Could Kill and Triple X State of the Union. <laughs> we, we did all right. Yeah, we did okay. Yeah. So. But how about we get a, a plot summary for Spy Mate and then talk more about it? Yeah, I want to know what this movie's about. Okay. When a young inventor is kidnapped by an evil scientist, the kung fu fighting, skateboard riding chimp Minky swings into action. That's all. all right. That's all. Yep. Okay. And we watched this on our fabulous eight <laughs> movie family fun pack, complete with two discs and two sides. That's right. Four movies per side of disc. It, 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 this movie was good. such quality. It. It really looked as if we were watching it on Real Player in 1997. It yeah. was widescreen, at least. It's like we it watched was. that leaked copy of the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> it's postage stamp size. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Spy Mate. So it's Robert Vince. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Guest alum. <laughs> Many times over. His in the past year. Yeah. Yes, makers Four of buddies movies. Four times in the past year. Makers of monkey movies. Mm-hmm. Maker of monkey movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently we're just watching the even-numbered monkey movies and his monkey franchise. Oh, so he's like the opposite of Star Trek? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're just watching them. We don't know if the quality means that... Actually, well, it'd be the same as Star Trek. Yeah, because oh, yeah, okay. yeah, the evens are Sorry. the best. So. My bad. We just yeah. never you're, watch the you're odds. Chuck and you're like, oh, five's great. Mm. Never tell anyway. the odds. <laughs> we're not going down that road. We're talking you about just did. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm just backing out. I'm... Painted the, the dead end, and then I'm backing right out, so Chuck can't go in there. Too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Spy Mate. Spy Mate. So that's Spy Mate. So it opens <laughs> up in a desert. Yes, it does. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, first, like I'll, we'll say that it, it it opens on shots of dunes and somebody walking, but then the Spy Mate logo is kind of Michael Bay-esque, because mm-hmm. it kind of comes on as like, Spy <laughs> Mate. Wow! Yeah. There's like digital, st- you know, digital, digital stuff rotating behind it. Yeah. yeah, so good. And yeah, the person or the <laughs> the thing walking through the desert turns out to be Minky, the the chimp. Yes, hell yeah, it is wearing uh, I don't know desert attire. Yeah, a desert costume. Well, one of us said, "I hope that's the monkey," yeah. <laughs> and then we realized, <laughs> what, yeah, I kind of zoomed in shit. where it was like 
yeah, okay, that's <laughs> well. They do a Lawrence of Arabia shot because it comes, it walks up over the dune, and we see it's the monkey. And it's like yes, because <laughs> then monkey starts making a face like I'm in the desert. <laughs> this is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? But he's he's a pro. He's come uh, found a terrorist camp. Yes, yeah, <laughs> which he infiltrates. Yeah, he does because his partner, Mister Muggles. Mr. Muggles. Mike. <laughs> Mike Muggins. Okay. Mike, Mike Muggins. Muggins for the camera. That's a spy name. Mike Muggins. Mike Muggins. Has been captured by the Middle Eastern terrorists. Yes. Sure. Who have a missile that they they have aimed. Mm-hmm. Yes. At a peace summit, I believe, he says, or something like Why that. Why not? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We will show them mm-hmm. how dare they negotiate yeah, peace. peace. Yeah. In, thing. <laughs> in three minutes, this rocket will take off. Yeah. We're like, all right. Cool. Yep. And then the monkey jumps him after he's after he started the alarm. Monkey jumps him. Mm-hmm. Minky. Should we call him Minky or Monkey? Minky. Minky. Yeah. Minky the monkey jumps mm-hmm. him and starts a fight with this guy and then kind of knocks this dude out. Yeah. And another dude comes in with a sword. The monkey's like, oh, and pulls out, pulls out a Bowie knife. Yeah. But then hits a little button on the side and it immediately turns into a giant sword. Mm-hmm. To which I can finally die happy knowing that I watched a monkey sword fight. <laughs> because that what happens next is a honest-to-God monkey sword fight. Kind of. Pretty much. Yeah. Through the I, magic of editing. Kind of dishonest-to-God <laughs> monkey sword fight. This monkey is violently swinging something. I mean, there are cuts of him just going at something off camera mm. with a stick or something. But. Yeah. It is a monkey sword fight, though, yep. however contrived and edited it is. Mm-hmm. Monkey sword fight, man. It's pretty awesome. Yep. It, again, like the same as in MVP2, humans in this movie do not react at all to, oh my God, it's a chimp. They're just like, haha, <laughs> oh. you have a knife, I have a sword. It's like, there's no one ever is like, oh, a monkey, neat. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, another person we have to deal with. Yeah. So. But eventually, the bad guy chops the end off of. Minky's sword. And then he just kind of looks and he goes, oh. And then he kicks him? Uh, he does the old uh, give him a smooch to throw him off there. Oh, that's yeah. right. And then I think punches him. No, he, he did the smooch thing because they yeah, locked swords. The oh, did it? Okay, yeah. sorry. But he what did he... Kicks him or... Yeah. Oh, that's right. When the, when the guy swung the sword and broke Minky's sword, it stuck in one of the tent that's poles. Right. Yeah. And then he yep. kicked him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And... Mike Good old Muggins Mikey. is like, hey, Muggin over. Hey, thanks for saving me, partner. <laughs> thanks. So we learned they're spy partners. Yeah, partners. And they they defuse the missile by turning it off switch. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No wire cutting or anything. It's just like, hey, turn that missile off. Probably to be fair, the most realistic arming mechanism to date in a movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn it to off. <laughs> but then he he drops his own bomb on there too with a timer, and mm-hmm. it's like you. You set up the charge. I'll get his escape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll get his transport. And he's like, so he commissions a four wheeler from nowhere, mm-hmm. and they take off. Well, it was there. They set it up when yeah. the monkey was coming okay. down the dunes. I saw it. And Minky throws a smoke grenade into the tent because all the dudes in the camp run into the one entrance of this tent mm-hmm. and allows them to sneak out the back. And yeah, they get on their four wheeler and, and take off. Do a sweet stunt jump. Yeah, and all the dudes get on their horses and they're like, you know, ah. Monkey, yeah, <laughs> we'll get you. And they yeah, go over he, a dune, like on their four wheeler. And then when you see him again, 
<laughs> they're on a well. They're pushing buttons in Europe. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Well, yeah. Well, he looks on his watch because mm-hmm. his watch has a map on it. Mm-hmm. Mickey the monkey, that is. And <laughs> there is a little triangular thing yeah. drawn onto the map. So I knew that they were going to come up with a glider. Did you? Because it was yeah, on the it, watch. It, it was on the watch. I get it. So yeah. then, what comes over the comes over the dune but a completely bulletproof glider mm-hmm. with them on it and they fly over and and then that tent blows the hell up no 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 i'm afraid it blew the fuck up <laughs> yeah yeah but this is pg so for the sake of the movie it, it blew, blew the, the hell heck. up it blew the no. heck up <laughs> the he double hockey stick it blew yeah. the cuss up we are warning explicit content okay so oh, that's it blew the fuck yeah. up. all right yeah but yeah because it, it really did blow the fuck up yeah it it's was like a good, good explosion a three-stager mm-hmm. yeah i'd say lots of gasoline yeah I and liked it. and now okay and so mike was driving the four-wheeler but when they come back on the glider minky is flying the glider mm-hmm. which of course <laughs> and he flies it through the smoke Right. plumes coming out of this nuclear explosion. <laughs> it looks just cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike's like, hey, this is not so close. <laughs> well, he's like, well, <laughs> I may be getting too old for this spy game. Don't worry, buddy. You save me plenty of times. I'll find you some place to live that you'll love. Mm-hmm. And Mickey's like, and it, <laughs> yeah. Face, face, face <laughs> of black. Yeah. We're like, spy bait's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's a pretty good movie. Was, it, like, if for a short film, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> a short eight-minute movie, yeah. pretty good. Yep. But then it goes ten years later. Mm-hmm. Mike's retired. He's yeah. got a daughter. Yeah. I mean, well, that's one of the man of peace. He's that's why he said him. he was going to retire. He's like, I got a wife and daughter. Yeah. So I can't be doing this. So <laughs> he does the movie, pulls out a picture. It's like, I got, I'm a day to retirement. Yeah. I can't. So, but he doesn't die. It's, no. Yeah. I'm just retired. Sure but apparently, immediately. I, apparently he cursed his wife to die because she died oh, yeah, somewhere she, in, yes. the, in the 10 years. In those 10 mm-hmm. years, she dies. Yeah. It's, so yeah. it's still his fault. <laughs> but. Yeah, he's he's living at home with his daughter. Um, I don't know Emma Roberts. Yeah, yeah, daughter of Eric Roberts. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Outcast favorite Eric Roberts. Yeah, yes. and apparently she's love. some kind of super genius, bizarro genius baby, mm-hmm. because like she's getting some kind of science award that no child has ever won. Like, I, it's, I guess it's supposed to be like, kind of like a Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize, prize but win. not yeah. really yeah. ever yeah. to win. It's, it's like, like a Nobel, Nobel prize, but yeah. for. Pulitzer this Price. universe right. she's, yeah she's a yeah, writer it's like popular Water. popular mechanics for kids yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no it's not <laughs> something like that yeah it's totally like that but she built like a laser drill that does safe things laser and, drilling chemical drilling yes yeah no more it's oil a, oxygen, a laser that will not be used for evil in no, no oxygen iodide chemical laser drill uh, yes damn son you're paying attention a little bit <laughs> they said it like 90 times yeah, mm-hmm. so she's doing that Living at home, being <laughs> super genius, I guess. And mm-hmm. Minky's off working with the circus. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? I guess. Minky yeah. should be pissed. He's been saddled with this bullshit. He really should. Yeah. Except they gave him a jetpack. Li- yeah. Yeah. Which is but really aside weird. Aside from that, he's living the life of a carny. Because he's like, he's in the, the shitty trailer. He's got his own trailer. He hangs out with the, the strong man and the. 700 pound round woman and it's just well it's 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 any circus that's not ringling brothers yeah yeah which is traveling and dirty yeah yeah and witch doctors and voodoo and bullshit yeah (laughs) somebody reading your palm telling you're gonna die in a week yeah that sort of crap but yeah so he's just part of this circus show Mm mm-hmm and which we get to see the entire circus show. they introduce all the characters yeah strong guy the flash uh fat lady 
Yeah. <laughs> the human bowling ball. Yeah. yeah. The human bowling ball is what right. they call her. And then uh, there's the the fly, fly the trapeze man. Yeah, yeah. which they set them all up, and he's like, amazing trapeze guy. And he comes out, and he's like, he literally <laughs> gets on the trapeze. by his legs. <laughs> yeah. And it's he like, swings Wee! one time, it's and like, they're like, well, that's him. Yeah. And now. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And now on to Minky. Yeah. Now, but now this is this is really dumb, because like he's suiting up this entire time. He's, he's put on like his Kill Bill outfit, mm-hmm. and he's strapped in this. Bruce Lee's whatever yeah all right game of death being contemporary for our audience okay and no game of death (laughs) so he's strapping on this jetpack and like he walks out of his his uh trailer and's like fuck yeah jetpack and just goes off on an adventure flying around (laughs) like flies past a British Airways jet and kids are like what and all that a Superman thing yeah And then just comes back and lands and walks into the circus like, hey, yeah, I'm a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like starts climbing around just doing monkey things. It's like, well, why do you but have the a crowd? The crowd on? reacts like they just saw him do all that stuff. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. No. They saw none of this. But no, he just kind of stumbles in like, yeah. A, yeah. like a monkey would. And he just he climbs up to where they're doing trapeze shit. And all of a sudden the, the trapeze just breaks as cheap ass carnival trapezes probably do all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so Fly is like, oh, <laughs> Oh, gravity, my one weakness. (laughs) And he turns on the jetpack and shoots himself to the ground and (laughs) catches him. Yay. Hero. And everyone's like, oh, with the jetpack. He saved that guy. Yep. Best circus ever. Yeah, but we're done with the circus now. Yep. That's all you need to see. Over. Well, but he ends up in the newspaper that the dad shows the daughter and is like, Minky's in town. (laughs) He's like, you know, he used to be my partner when I was a spy. And she's like, dad... Yeah, right. You dad, sell insurance. Shut the fuck up, Dad. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. an idiot. <laughs> doesn't take a genius. I may be really though, smart, but I'm not really gullible. I haven't yeah. believed those stories for years. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm serious. I'm totally was, a spy. I a and I had a monkey spy. partner. <laughs> I swear to God. Good spy. Nobody knows I was a spy. I had a monkey partner, and nobody knows. <laughs> that's how good a spy I was. She's like, yeah, Dad, that's that's yeah. great. You sell insurance. Take me to my award ceremony, Dad. You know, let the real breadwinner of the family <laughs> get things done in science, yes. all right? Because she wants to meet Dr. Farley and Dr. Amore. Dr. Amore. She becomes infatuated with meeting Dr. Amore. Oh, God. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. But yeah, she's super stoked to meet those those two mm-hmm. scientists because... No, really, Dr. Amore, that's all she cares no, about. No, but at the beginning, uh, yeah, like before Farley Dr. Farley shows up, she's like, I can't wait to meet them both. And she's like going through her lines, mm-hmm. trying to rehearse what she's going to say. And then, you know, Richard Kind pops out. It's like, hey, oh. kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard <Hey>. Kind, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, you're Doctor Farley." He's like, "Please, no." She calls him Professor Farley. Goes, yeah, uh, Doctor. Doc- goes, uh, <laughs> Doctor Farley. Oh, okay. And then they start introducing him on stage, and he's just like, "Out of the way, kid." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, go. I, I love him so much in this movie. He's, he's such a an amazing dick yep. to her for so long in the beginning. Well, yep. it's like his my favorite thing he does is coming up in a minute because yeah. he gets up on stage and introduces her and hogs the mic while she turns on the laser thing mm-hmm. and explains it briefly that yeah it shoots lasers and can melt through anything and releases clean oxygen as yeah. a result of whatever it burns rainbows mm-hmm. shoot out of it when it yeah. <laughs> when it produces whatever it's mm-hmm. producing mm-hmm. yeah we all we have to do is feed it hippies yep. mm-hmm. it creates unobtainium <laughs> yeah also cures cancer but yeah, so she's explaining it, and then he asks her that question in the, yeah, he's like, in the middle of this yeah. he's like, award ceremony. Hypothetically, <laughs> could if you I were going to use this for evil? I mean, if I built it like a hundred times bigger, could I drill to the center of the earth? I'd, 
Just asking. It was just basically, well, does it scale one to one, basically, (laughs) is what I'm asking. She's like, I guess, yeah, probably, sure. Thanks, kid. (laughs) Here's your medal. (laughs) And that's that's it. That sort of ends that ceremony. And she goes home. Yes. For the next day, well, he says, well. Do you have your permission slip from your dad? Right. You know, or I yeah, need to meet your dad. So. Going to the think tank. <laughs> think tank <laughs> to meet Doctor Amore. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. Why oh. is she not here? I, I forgot about her. I want to meet her. Can't wait to meet Doctor Amore. Yeah, yeah. She'll be, she'll be at the think tank because <laughs> she goes home and she's reading like Science Weekly, <laughs> which is just has a headline on it like the amazing Doctor Amore. <laughs> it's like Doctor Amore <laughs> does not work in the circus with the yeah. chimp. It's you don't have to hype them up. It's Science Weekly. This week, heartthrobs of sir. <laughs> <laughs> in science beat. <laughs> but yeah, so like, dad comes in and is basically like, oh, you know, your dead mom would be proud. And yeah, it's like, well, too bad what? you killed her with yeah. a laser. Was, what was mom mm-hmm. like? And it was like, well, you know, she was alive, alive. <laughs> until you killed her with a laser. But <laughs> so, it's never said, but, <laughs> but mom's dead. Laser related deaths yeah, are never discussed. No. <laughs> it's better cause of death laser, laser. <laughs> better not to bring it back up yeah not to open let's, those let's old laser you can't use a death. cd player yeah. anymore or right. watch no. a dvd or Mm-mm. go to a pink floyd planetarium show no. buy groceries yeah <laughs> you just gotta go to the mom and pop corner store mm-hmm. yeah. yeah pretty sad never yeah. again <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, next, so... Next day, Richard yeah. Kind shows up to take her to the think tank. Think tank. Yeah, think tank. <laughs> and is immediately just like, yeah, just get in the car. Everything will be great. Just mm-hmm. shut up, kid. Get in. And she's like, oh, boy, I can't wait to meet Dr. Moore. This is going to mm-hmm. be great. <laughs> and well, immediately... Doesn't he, doesn't he talk to the dad and, like, get a scan of his face? He does that at voice. the ceremony, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just Which like, will show up later. Yeah, she's she, oh, she's also like trying to hook up her dad with Doctor Amore without ever having met her. Yeah, she's like, wasn't mom pretty? Just like Doctor Amore. <laughs> she has a weird, weird obsession with Doctor oh, Amore. And, and we skipped over my favorite thing he does, the asshole thing. Like while the da- the dad comes up to meet meet Richard Kind after the ceremony, that's when he snaps the picture with the pin. Yeah, but um, and and the voice print. And he's talking to him, and he's just like, oh, it's so good to meet you. It's so great. I'm so glad you're going to take my daughter to think tank. And he's just like, oh, my, look at the time. And then looks at his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is so good in he's this. He's just he's a colossal perfect. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, that was my favorite one. That was pretty good. Um, but then they're, they're like in the back of the limo, and she's just, you know, like, oh, I can't wait to meet Dr. Moore, Dr. Moore. Where mm-hmm. are we going? You know, and she's, he's like, Japan. We're going to Japan. You're going to help me work on a thing. Uh, should I call my dad? <laughs> uh, nah, it's fine. He nah. knows about it. Oh, yeah, no. He, yeah. he knows about it. He's, He's on. Look, I got him on satellite here, right? Right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that's the ticket. <laughs> We're going to meet my wife. Morgan Fanchild. <laughs> no. This video plays of her dad like, hey, kid, I hear you're going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it should have probably just been that. Like, yeah. Hello, <laughs> daughter. But it's just weird and awkward, and immediately we're like, oh, okay. Uh, but she doesn't catch on. She's like, okay, Dad, I guess I'm going to Japan. <laughs> and they go to um, they go to the docks. And that thing never comes back into play for some reason. But, like, he points to the, out to the water. He's like, and you're going to ride on our brand new hydro oxygen thing. And it's like mm. a fucking space boat. It's a hovercraft. I know, but it's... <laughs> It's the um, CGI actually, nightmare boat. 
Okay, it's a hydrofoil. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah. yeah <laughs> great. Up. Must be awesome for you. Yeah. Get in the boat. And off they go to Japan. Right. And it's like right at that time that he calls the dad. Like they haven't left well, yet. Well, no, he delivers a package to the dad. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The, well, and he's dad's... told his albino henchmen to keep an eye on him. <laughs> Don't make kill sure. him. Yeah. yeah. Don't kill him, but keep an eye on him. Right. So he sends him a package, which is one of the you know, the early 2000s DVD player little video screen things. And he's just, and he just pops up and he's like, all right, I'm taking your daughter. She's out of the country. You'll get her back in a week. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. Don't come looking for her. Don't call the cops. Yeah. And then he poses as the DVD puts up a graphic that says this. Actually, I think he says this, this message will self-destruct and then poses. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And then the countdown timer comes on the screen. Right. It's pretty good. And the thing just melts. It just uh-huh. turns into yeah. goo on the table. Because well, was, he was there with uh, Kitty, right? Yeah. That Deborah drove her up. Is his <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, assistant lady yeah. from back in the day. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she showed up. But, oh, oh, well, because she still works at his office. She works at the insurance office yeah. now. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. That's yeah. right. She went legit, too. Yeah. He put a lot of people out of work. Yeah. When he quit. Yeah. Selfish but bastard. it's pretty interesting how he's just like... Got his wife killed. <laughs> It's terrible. But he sees that it is like, we're back in business. And just like suddenly this this agency uh, activates. Well, she has she has some men come in and bring new furniture and everything. I know. Turn but it yeah. into a real spy agency instead <laughs> yeah. of this yeah. bullshit put, insurance. Put file place. folders up put on the it, wall. Yes. <laughs> I've got a lot of Capital One points. <laughs> <laughs> How much spy shit will 10,000 Capital One points buy? Uh, oh, we got staplers. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let's change this for a minute insurance office into an insurance office if you know what i'm saying yes mm-hmm. i do you mean a spy office oh right yes <laughs> yeah the world's insurance and he goes out to the garage and he's like i i gotta go get my monkey and pulls the car cover off his car and it's a goddamn delorean yes yes, <laughs> yes. This is the best. yeah and it's one of the silver ones too uh-huh <laughs> yes. yes the original <laughs> yes. and it appears to work uh-huh. Yes. Actually, it also it. it also appears to go fast. It has which a was certain not, speed. Yes. Not an original option. <laughs> no. Oh, they could they no, could they go fast. Up. They just couldn't they, get there fast. No, they no, they couldn't. The they had like the worst engines in the world. Uh, yeah, it was like a four cylinder Fiat engine. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but it man, was a I was fifty thousand pound aluminum car. Yeah. yeah, not expecting that. Not it's expecting stainless steel, yeah. wasn't it? Bust out steel, a DeLorean, yeah, and just be like, "All right, this is my spy car going to get my monkey." And she's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He drives over to the circus and like, hey, monkey. <laughs> the monkey's inside for ironing first. <laughs> and then he comes in. He's like, hey. And the monkey's just sort of like, hi. And then they, they make drinks immediately. <laughs> just immediately. The monkey starts preparing martinis. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's ludicrous enough. <laughs> I mean, it's martinis, funny, but though, it's really, they weren't, mar- they were something with a cherry in it. Yeah. yeah. But, I think- well, uh, yeah. What, what was I funny, think there were some kind of smoothies. Sure, but still. But it's he's yeah. making yeah. it in a cocktail shaker. Yeah. Um, but the, the funny thing to me was like the monkey poured the drinks and then they cut and cut back and um, Muggins's was an actual you know liquid in yeah. the in the glass. But the monkey's was like 
hot glue poured into a glass because it didn't move when <laughs> no. the monkey was waving the <laughs> yeah, no. waving the cocktail glass around. But it was just, it was just like the cherry, cherry was on top because he's like, hey, monkey, they stole my kid. And the monkey's like starting to put the, the cherry in his mouth when, just, he's, when he says that. It's just like, they stole my kid. It's just pop <laughs> and then just draw wide open. Like, uh. <laughs> monkey spit take. <laughs> yes. It's pretty it has, good. It has a little sound effect to it. I mean, everything has a little sound effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So monkey's like, Fuck yep. yeah! Let's go right. get your kid. <laughs> and all the uh, all the circus people have been spying on them. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, and they've been listening in. <laughs> yeah, you get that? It's I got it. Spying, spying. But yeah, they've been listening in, and they're like, "We need to help you. We're gonna help you." And he's like, "All right, come on." But I do, I do like that when they come out. They've already got their suits on. Yeah, they, they, they've got their tuxedos oh, yeah. on that they didn't have when they went in. No, he didn't bring anything in with him to change. But I mm-hmm. guess you know, whatever. Yeah, they're like, come on, monkey, you're driving. <laughs> monkey drives the DeLorean. <laughs> the monkey was flying the, the glider thing, Yeah, too. I know, but I don't know if I'd let the monkey drive the DeLorean. I mean, that's a classic. Eh, you know. <laughs> so they go it's back to the... It's not that a- great of a car. No, I know, but they go back to the agency, and they're all He's in there driver, running around and coming up with a plan, and, and What's-Her-Face is trying to get back into her old outfit, which is a fucking nightmare joke that goes on for this whole goddamn movie of trying to fit into this leather suit thing for no reason yeah but god she just milks this for all it's worth every second that she can and it's just unbearable yep mm-hmm. so let's move past it okay yep <laughs> um yeah so the but the circus people are like hanging around her office for a while it being equally annoying because they're just circusing all over the furniture <laughs> well like, they suit up first like they yeah. bust, they bust out all the uh the the gear right it's like laser pen and electrified yeah. paintball gun. Well, and, and she's right in the background that like he's got a place wherever the hell it was. Was it? Where did they go first? Colorado. Jamaica. Yeah, that's no, right. That's right. They go to Jamaica because they, they get a line that that's where um, Dr. Amore is yeah. vacationing. She's vacationing. She, that, wasn't, she even wasn't at, at the, the thing because she's yeah. vacationing. So he's like, well, we're going to Jamaica. So <laughs> Muggins and, and Minky are like, let's go to Jamaica. And the circus people stay behind her with her. Yeah. And they're all this. All the scene is like unbearable because she's doing the dress thing. Like I can't move and. They're just hopping up on the furniture like circus people would, I guess. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And what's fortunate, unfortunate about it is because they're like, how did they meet? And then it starts this flashback of like, it goes back to like the 60s or some shit where it's like the tale of the agency and how they created, you know, these smart monkeys to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And then immediately we're just like, maybe this is a dumb idea in putting monkeys in the CIA or whatever. So they, they put, they put Minky in a cage just in like the prop room. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just in, the in there just like chewing something. It's just like my monkey. <laughs> and guy comes in and is like, Hey, you seem pretty good. Why don't you come with me in there? Mm-hmm. But they're like, and his job was to take him and be destroyed. But then the Russians showed up because they want the smart monkey and they fight it. And, fight some Russians and the, every time the Russians get punched, they're just yet, yet, yet. Bad dubbed in jokes, but still kind of charming. But yeah. And this is all just intercut with the circus people doing goddamn annoying shit, flipping yep. around the room and whatnot. And so like the flashback was entertaining, but all the framing device was mm-hmm. just, just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, monkey saves a day. And so he convinces <laughs> the agency to let him go on missions with him, be his partner. So yeah. There, that's the story. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. done with that. Let's get to Jamaica. Let's go to Jamaica. Right near the beach. <laughs> they check into a hotel. <laughs> Again, no one's really concerned even... that there's a monkey. Check into the... Yeah, because yeah, he's like the greasing the guy's yeah. wheels of just like... He was trying is. to find where the... Yeah, yeah where Dr. Amour was. <laughs> right. 
And the guy's just like, Call nah. He's like, gives him money. No. <laughs> Finally gives him enough money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She mm-hmm. just walked by here and was going to the beach. Yeah. Cut to the beach and her kind of doing the. A little Dr. tiny no bit. Yeah. Thing out of, come yeah, out of the water. A, just a little Someone had right. heard about that scene and was like, hey, yeah. do that. Yeah. No one actually looked Girl at it. Girl comes out of the water, takes <laughs> diving mask off. What's her name? Um, yeah. Lady. Mm hmm. <laughs> Doctor Lady, Doctor Lady, <laughs> Lady Doctor Sindel from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, Santa Van Der. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Santa Van Der. Yeah. Oh, her. Doctor Moore. Doctor Love. Doctor yes. Love. They call her Doctor Love. No time for Jones, Doctor Love. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so this starts like uh, Mike goes over to her and is just like starting to tell her the story, and while that's going on, the albino dude is sneaking around trying to take pictures of them. And the chimp sees this, mm-hmm. climbs a tree, drops a coconut on his head. Yep. And then begins the most baffling scene in this entire movie. <laughs> I think that coconut was laced. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Because the monkey goes and knocks on his head a couple times to where he opens his eyes. And then it becomes this fever dream of CGI, CGI enhanced monkey talking. Yes. It, mm-hmm. With a Jamaican accent. With a Jamaican accent. Dancing. Mm-hmm. Just doing monkey dances, yeah, and monkey grins, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, what? Why is is this really? Ha- what is going on? They what? had to let the monkey have fun. I guess it was in the monkey's contract. It was all monkey B roll. If he can't play hockey, he has to get to, he gets to dance. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But it's it's it's, it's, it's weird because <laughs> then like he does that whole thing, and then the monkey takes his camera and walks over to a guy walking along the beach. Hands the dude the camera, and the dude's like, "Yeah, no, sure, dude, I'll take, take your picture." picture. <laughs> I love that nobody is like, "Where the fuck is that monkey here?" Throughout the entire movie, it's also, just, nobody is that, cares. Is that guy dead? <laughs> yeah, I hear calypso music. Why is he getting up yeah, and walking around? Right. Did you murder that albino, Mister Monkey? It's Jamaica. The guy was high as shit. <laughs> the monkey goes over and gives him like a thumbs up like he's posing with a drunk uh, person mm-hmm. and then leaves it on the display so that when the albino guy wakes up, he sees it like a calling card of mm-hmm. monkey was here. <laughs> so. Yeah, to which he's like, oh, I'm going to get that monkey. Yeah. But yes, the Muggins has met the doctor and it's explained like, oh, they took my daughter. Oh, yeah, I don't even work for them anymore. Yeah. I left because of a difference of opinions and that I'm good and he's evil. Yeah. That was we should th- go get your daughter. Yeah. And well, they're probably in Japan. Yeah, probably. Japan. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's where I last saw him. Well, they got that information because the circus people went to his house. Oh, and God. the faster we well, get through that scene, the better. Yeah, well, they also, she <sighs> she goes, oh, my God, he's going to do it. Because mm-hmm. he says, you yeah. know, my daughter is. She built a drill thing. Yeah. Laser drill. He's like, oh. She's, well, she knows the, who the daughter is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, Amelia. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. was going to meet her. Oh, I was going to meet her, but Amelia I decided Muggins. to come to Jamaica instead. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, don't I could have prevented this whole thing mm-hmm. by pointing to that guy and going, no, he's evil. But she knows the drill is in Japan. So yeah. that's why they go Japan. to Japan. Yeah. No, they found out about it because what? of the circus people. They went to the house and that they saw the plans and, you know, pyramid, blah, blah, blah in Japan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, that's how they find out which where his company is. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. They just go to Japan. Yeah, they can't just go to Japan and go, well, where is he? I mean, it's. Yeah. No, that's what they do. They go to Japan. They do. Now we're here. We're going to find it. Yeah. Just get through the scene. The circus people go to the guy's house, and strongman rips down the gate. Speedy guy leads the guards on a wild goose chase. They go inside the house and fuck around. <laughs> they steal the plans for yeah. the laser. They steal yeah. the plans for the laser. But they just then... do a bunch of shitty circus stuff, and it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But but yeah. That, yeah. That's how they find out they go to Japan. Yeah, everyone does their 
stuff except yeah. for the acrobat guy who well the only thing he did was hardcore parkour down the stairs for no reason <laughs> right mm. just, look what i can do that's yeah, pretty sweet <laughs> and then thankfully aside from some cutaways throughout the rest of the movie that's it for the circus people they kind really of, don't yeah. do much for yeah. the rest of the movie yeah. which is fine by me uh, yep uh so yeah they're, they're in quote-unquote japan because right. we see like establishing shots of japan and, and then they just show every like, time yeah and then and they just it's like, then you just see a building with a japanese banner on it you're like oh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> seattle <Yeah. laughs> right. so san francisco it's just a bunch of hijinks at this point because they're like it, they're just running and out of buildings doing things and at one point he like uh, mike beats up <laughs> a catering guy and well he doesn't beat him up he well, just ties he him he roughs him up a little bit. Yeah. The, the reason there were some monkey shines is the monkey <laughs> and uh the albino guy met back up and they had a weird dirt bike skateboard chase oh, yeah right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. and he got in the i don't know and whatever. that's where we realize it's the same monkey as yeah. from yep. most vertical primate yep because he hops on that skateboard and he's going down the the track and the guys chasing him in the dirt bike right. eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets in like the bowl or And all I don't the Japanese know, skateboarders decide to just start yeah, they fucking kind of, with yeah, they fuck with the They're like, no, hey, no one fucks with a skateboarder in my town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's a monkey or not. <laughs> fuck that guy. So Yeah, so they cause him to launch into a fountain thing. A one very, inch deep fountain. Yeah, not very deep. That guy looks like it hit hit pretty hard, like harder than he thought he was going yeah. to. Yeah. Well he launches like twenty feet twenty five feet up in the air, and so when he come when he, when he lands, you're like Oh, okay. He's gonna, you know, hit pretty deep. But no, I mean that thing just bounces immediately. Yeah, they cut yeah. away pretty quick. I think yeah, might have got it's a little like, hurt. Yeah. Might have gotten a little racked. Yeah, yeah that guy got a torn. Tank. Oh, he got the opposite. <laughs> he got the opposite of racked. He needs to go on the rack because he just yeah. got his spine compressed. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so the monkey was riding around on the skateboard, and he sneaks back up, sneaks into the uh, catering tray. You know, as he's met back up with Mike. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. Mike s- has no control throughout this entire movie no. of the, he's always like, where's the monkey? I yeah. don't know. Oh, there he is. Hey, all right, let's go do this. Yeah. And all the while they've taken the, the daughter at first, she's in the building working on the thing. And she's like, I want to talk to my dad. And so they put him on a video screen. And he's like, hello, daughter. You know, yeah. And they just keep doing that stuff. Oh, yeah. hi there, Amelia. It's <laughs> yeah. very good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> just finish the work <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the first one she's like dad there's no other friends here and he goes suck it up <laughs> get the work done yeah, suck so you can come home right. what you're doing is very important but he suck flat out up. tells her suck it up right. I was hoping that I was going to end with a deal with it too yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that'd be so good because they've, t- they've taken her from the think tank and she's now in Japan so they've taken her to the evil volcano lair the snowbound lair. Yeah. Snowcano. <laughs> Which has a hologram door. Yep. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I like hologram. Yeah, she's getting real suspicious at this point. I mean, she was kind of, she was still kind of amped about it when yeah. they leave the think tank and they go on a helicopter. Oh, yeah, because she, again, she's, she's like, like, I've never been on a helicopter before. He's, he's, like, like, he's, well, like, hey. he's like, bully for you must be the best day ever. <laughs> Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's th- throughout the whole movie, he's saying the right thing, but with such an attitude. It's just like, how is she not catching on to this? Yeah. Ah, that's great. Whatever, kid. Get in the helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) This must be the best day for you. (laughs) (laughs) God, he's so patronizing. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. But they fly out there and... (sighs) Yeah, they fly out there and then... um, they inf- the rest of them infiltrate the building because right. they go up to the top floor and the, the guard is like, no, <laughs> you have to go back down to the Robbie. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of just sort of accidental. Uh, is it? I, is it? I, yeah, you don't. 
I come on. I mean, you don't need that. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so Charlie fucking Chan. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't do it in a fucking movie, no. please. Well, they did. I mean, yeah. He was saying accidental. I'm like, really? I don't. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, they could have hired a guy who would have not said it like that. I don't know if it was that. Uh, <laughs> or it could have just been overdubbed. I don't even know. It's I mean, probably overdubbed. Yeah. Was terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like every establishing shot of Japan. To let you know where you are. You got to really establish it because when they get close to a building, it's like, nah. I don't know. Where are they? Oh. Because there's like Plymouth vans and shit driving around. It's like, no, this is Vancouver. You are not in Japan. Vancouver. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Mon- <laughs> Monkey sneaks into the... Uh, he sneaks up to the roof, and he doesn't get noticed because the catering guy gets turned back and told right. to go to the lobby. Mm-hmm. And so the monkey diehards his way up to the top, to the roof, and sees the helicopter taking off. So he's like, fuck yeah, I got this, and jumps on the uh, the landing rail yeah. and rides the helicopter out of there. Most of the way there. Because at one yeah. point, as they're getting close to the base, he's just like, fuck, I'm out, and drops. He cannonballs into a snowbank. Yeah. He drops a long way. Like, the monkey should be dead. Uh, <laughs> he fell a good, I don't know, thousand feet. Yeah, but I guess because he's a spy monkey, they put a tracking thing on him, because he's also a fucking monkey who could just wander off. But <laughs> Kitty back is the, at the base is like, oh, yeah, he's going to the mountain so-and-so, whatever, you know. Like, Mount Kichirakujuju. Yeah. <laughs> Some weird long name. So... Mm-hmm. Muggins and, and Dr. Amore are like, let's go ahead and go up there. And I guess they get close and then they're like, fuck it, let's hoof it because they're on snowshoes and they get pulled up on by snowmobiles and just surrounded immediately. Yeah. And they're like, all well, right, all right. You guys are captured. Like, I guess the good thing is they're taking, my, taking me to my daughter. So. Yeah. And Monkey, meanwhile, has requested an airdrop. I think. I think this happens first. I think he gets the airdrop. No, the airdrop is after, he is it? Me- after he's later. rescued yeah. by. Okay, well, I was going to say it happened. Whatever, yeah. somewhere along the way. But yeah, he's about to get surrounded by snowmobiles then, mm-hmm. and he, he he gets grabbed by white ninja guy. You know, you know, not ninja. white, white suited ninja, white suited ninja. White. Yes, yeah, and and whisked off to a place that he's safe, and mm-hmm. then ninja takes off his mask, and it's Pat Morita. Right, Pat own Pat Morita, one hundred and ten year old Pat Morita. Poor Pat Morita, he's yeah. dead. He was, yes, yeah, this came he out wasn't after at the he time, <laughs> but but just like right, uh, yeah. like yeah. So we don't know what his final film was because his filmography is weird. It is yeah, because he's strange. got one from like 2011, which is six years after he died. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, no, actually, I think it was a 13 movie. It could be like, like a food fight situation where it was just shelled for that long. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. he died in 2005. Yeah. 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 yeah so Either way, it came out after his death. Yes. And he's just like, I know why you're here. You're here to rescue the girl. Now we must complete your training. Yeah. yeah and this could have gotten <laughs> a lot better because, I mean, in terms of buildup, because... He opens I mean, the he door. Take, takes him into a room that's full of ninjas. Yeah. And we're like, all right, Monkey's going to have to fight his way through all these ninjas to prove his worth. Mm-hmm. But no. No, he just stands up and badly fights Mr. Miyagi in front of the class all the while they're just going, ooh. He ah, doesn't badly fight ooh. Mr. Miyagi. Well, he whips Mr. Miyagi's ass. Okay. Yeah. He fights okay. I'm Monkey saying the, the way old man. The way Monkey it's win. filmed and the way that it's obviously not 100-year-old Pat Morita <laughs> is, is the bad part. It's all right. I've seen a lot worse. Um, is that your excuse for everything? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm, yes. Oh, okay. It's not bad. All it's right. not terrible. It's, okay. It's filmed and he kicks his ass and he's like, all right, well, all right. I guess you're, <laughs> Your I training guess you're, is complete. Yeah, you're good. Um, but you must go alone. Yeah. You must climb this mountain because nobody this. will expect it if you climb this mountain by yourself. <laughs> and, and because you're a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but so he gets an airdrop, whatever. It's 
it's just I guess it's a suit and climbing gear and stuff because yeah. doesn't even really come into play. Yeah, not helps really. him climb the mountain, I guess. But, but it's not like they they dropped him as his jetpack yeah, or anything that's that been set been, up early in the movie. That would have been fucking perfect to get up the mountain. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. nope, monkey climbs the mountain. Yeah, why is he climbing the mountain? Because it's there. Oh, <laughs> to envelop <laughs> the mountain. Mm-hmm. To embrace the mountain. <laughs> to make love to the mountain. <laughs> All of those things. Yeah. Yes. No, he doesn't do that. He just goes, climbs a mountain, oh, and yeah. goes into the base. Essentially, he comes up beside that they're not guarding because why would you? Mm-hmm. It's sheer face wall. Yeah. So he just gets in and, like, I don't know. He well, he, yeah, well, two Mike guards and his come girlfriend out. have already been caught yeah. Yeah. by and, then. And two guards come out of the, the magic hologram door. Yeah. And Monkey just starts throwing oh, snowballs right. at him. Yeah. And they're I just like <laughs> that he starts a fight with them. And they're just like, hey, cut it out. I went down my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> moron yeah. <laughs> they're just going back and forth and then they just get into a snowball fight that he's also throwing snowballs at them to and then <laughs> yeah they just tackle each other and start mm-hmm. wrestling on yeah the ground. and then he just yeah, sneaks, sneaks right behind him and goes in and of course he sneaks behind guards that are watching sumo wrestling yeah. you know like because why not mm-hmm. well she does when she tries to escape is that her because yeah. she was also watching some anime which i almost recognized if they ghost should, in the shell is it okay yeah. like they showed almost a second of it i was like i think i know that but anyway. yeah well, she I mean, she eventually figures out that, well, I mean, she figures it out by finding the props, but at first she gets, like, another message from her dad where it's obvious that it's oh, not yeah, her dad, right. and then she sneaks off into a oh, room. Oh, because of the burnt toast thing from yeah. the beginning yeah. of the movie. And, uh, she, something only her dad would know. Right. Yeah. tricked him. So she goes into the studio, which is just a painting of her house and a fucking creepy-ass mask of her dad. That she's just poking at it and just yeah, like, oh, she's neat. Just like, oh, my, my God, dad's they, face. They ripped my dad's <laughs> face off. And a voice changer, and she's like, huh, huh. They're, they're up to something. I should probably get out of here. So what does she do? She goes to bed. Yeah, she goes back to bed. <laughs> I mean, she did build some kind of device that yeah. she tucks in her, you know, under her shirt or whatever, yeah. and then, like, goes back to bed. But, yeah, it's like... Well, she had to wait for everyone to, yeah, to get sleepy and watch their sumo wrestling, and then she she just basically built, like, a code generator thing, which gets yeah. her out the door. Uh, yeah, but she doesn't like, get it, very it far. It looked like a homemade bomb. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but... I was hoping it was a homemade yeah. bomb. Yeah. But she she goes she takes a pair of pliers out to the fence. It's like I'm gonna cut through this chain link fence, mm-hmm. which immediately just gets zapped. Oh, she gets zapped. Sets off hell. the alarm, and everyone's like, "Well, okay, yeah, you're gonna finish building the thing because evil. I need to get the super mineral from the place." And everyone's like, "Nah, if you do that, you'll cause a massive explosion." He's like, "Nah, not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I be the I'm best doing. scientist of all time." Because this kid made the thing that yeah, I'm using for science. Yeah, I love that his premise is, I will be the best scientist ever because you fixed everything and did my job. Right. Yeah, well, she, well, he reveals all this because she's like, I want to see my dad before I get back to work. And he's like, I'll do what you want better. You can see him in person. <laughs> yeah. Here he is, tied up with your favorite and that, Dr. Amore. And that's when he evil monologues his way to, like, I'm going to be the greatest scientist ever when you fix my laser. Yeah. That, when you, you, that, you, that you invented. <laughs> when you fix your own invention. Yeah. I will be the best. I mean, really, I did all the hard work. I made it 100 times bigger. Mm-hmm. So, me. Yeah. Einstein and me. <laughs> and she, I mean, like, when she runs in, she's like, Dad. And then she's like, oh, Dr. Amor is here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys kissed yet? Yeah. Are you in love? <laughs> I don't are know you, what he's talking about. Are you about. my new mom? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I promise so. I won't kill you with a laser. <laughs> <laughs> You know so much more about lasers than my real mom did. Like how to deflect them. <laughs> <laughs> like how not to get killed by them. Yeah. yeah. So. 
But yeah, the guy, he's like, there's your dad. Yep. Fix the damn thing. So she's figured out she's got to put the rubber band back on the yeah. thing. And, yeah. and tells him, you got to put a rubber band on it to make it not <laughs> just yeah. vibrate to death. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, scientist guy, make me one of these 100 times bigger. Yeah. yeah. You have 30 minutes. Yeah. Go. Yep. <laughs> And they do. And they I guess make they just thing. have a 3D printer in the back. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> yeah. Here you go, boss. Yep. And <laughs> they had the, one at, in storage. So once it's running, once they've started the laser, he decides, all right, yeah, we can, we can get rid of the dad now. We're yeah. good. And yeah. yeah, so he has Hugo, the albino guy, starts escorting them out. But of course, the spy mate knows what's up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And kills two guys by clunking their heads together. <laughs> I don't think he kills them. No, he, <laughs> he, he that monkey murdered them. Okay, fine. He went back the, later to finish it off by ripping off their face. Yeah. No, I, I heard that he gave them such concussions their brains exploded. In their heads. <laughs> you heard that, did you? Yes. Okay. You did. You could hear the jostling sound when they, back on Usenet when they were making yeah. this movie. They were just like when they hit the ground, no brain was attached to skull. They were done. <laughs> okay. And then he does that to the albino guy too. <laughs> Who comes back though later? Yeah. 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 Again. He was a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Zombie bino. But like all the the black outfitted ninjas bust into the room like haha. And then, you know, Pat Marita's ninjas show up also. Mm-hmm. We thought you could use a little help yeah. kicking butt. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. ha. I'm dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminding you. And there's but a fight. There's, yeah, there's some good stunt fighting. Yeah. They guys. do a good job of using Pat Morita like posing, yeah, and, and then, then and then man. getting the stuntman footage in, yeah. Like they do a, a good job of editing it so that do they really? Yeah, they, I, I think so. Yeah. Honestly, it's a credible job for a hundred-year-old man. Fighting. Maybe I've seen too many black exploitation movies in my day, but <laughs> yeah, you're giving. I think you're giving a little too much credit. It's a lot more yeah. credible than a lot of things. I, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Well, they, well he, he's actually swinging nunchucks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, but it's so sad. It's all right. No, it's not. Hey, it's sad hey, if hell. you want, if you were a hundred years old and were about to go out, would you want your last scene being you throwing nunchucks around and wrecking dudes and then making you look as good as possible? Yeah, I would. I would totally I, want. He that, has right? such a long career of kicking ass, <laughs> and he could just he could just be wise. Oh, That's all, right. all he needs to do is just be wise. He's, he's yeah. kicked, just be wise. Yeah. He's kicked enough ass. He's a man of peace. <laughs> We're fan fictioning the end of Pat Morita here. Mm. How, do, how do we want Pat Morita to really go out? <laughs> by uh, not. By being in Spy Mate. Mm-hmm. There's one moment, too, where the monkey's just like had enough and swings in on a rope and clobbers one guy. And it does. it's not a stunt hit. I mean, this monkey is just like, fuck, I am pissed off. <laughs> I'm tired of, of not wrecking dudes in this scene and just knocks a guy out. Yeah. Well, they do a lot. Like, they go to the same shot often of the monkey basically doing, like, he gets on one hand and does the kick with both feet to the dude's chest. Yeah. And then kind of flips himself back over. Yeah. So they go to that move a few times. Mm-hmm. But then That's there's not one as after, effective, like, where he hits a guy and then he swings over to, a like, a a little shelf or yeah. something and just does like a stunt roll after that. And it's like, I'm a fucking monkey. <laughs> yeah. He just, he just starts doing monkey things, just swinging yeah. around, rolling around on the floor. It's like, yeah, monkey. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah, they, then eventually the girl and Dr. Amore shut off the laser. Well, they figure out they can't shut it off. They're going to have to basically oh, set yeah. it on overdrive and hope that it blows up before it hits the core. Well, she's basically like, you got to take the band off of it. And that'll mm-hmm. blow it up because that's the only thing keeping it going. Mm-hmm. And but they didn't. They, well, they just they amped up the temperature to make it 
just vibrate out of control sure. basically so but like they confront richard kind and he's just like i you know i'm gonna be the best i'm the greatest and <laughs> they're just like i nope. need to <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they just immediately like thwart him and he's just like oh no <laughs> just to, please don't hit me <laughs> of which they immediately punch him in the gut and yep. that's the end of him for the most part until yeah. he runs out of the end but well they, they run out of the building because they're like this place is gonna blow yeah and well he's still standing around like hey, no it'll work i'm yeah, the best i'm back. the smartest guy which we can only assume he blew up i'm yes yeah he's in the room he blew up he's so uh, Dr. Moore and, and Muggins, the dad, jump on the uh, snowmobile yeah. and ride mm-hmm. down the mountain. Monkey and, and, and uh, whatever. Emma Amelia. Roberts. Yeah, Emma Roberts are, are like riding down on snowboards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. They're having a good time and like, woo yeah. Even the monkey's like clapping on his way down and like they're having a good time. And then like the place kind of blows up. Yeah. One second before it hit the core, by the way, it was like, that's some pretty mm-hmm. damn good math that you overloaded mm-hmm. that. Well, thing. she's, she's a genius. genius. Yeah. Oh, of course, but. <laughs> Yeah, so it blows up and starts an avalanche. Mm-hmm. Now, Dad and Doctor are like, fine. They're already down, like where they'd be safe. Yeah, and well, about I, Albino's chasing the two who yeah. are snowboarding. Yeah, and then he eventually gets eaten up by the avalanche, kind of violently. Yeah, and uh, badly CG'd, but yes, he, yeah, he he died in an he, avalanche. He died a horrible death. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, he did. Um, horrible death. And so they're they're approaching a cliff. Uh huh. And Monkey jumps on Emma Roberts's back. Yep, just like her dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they go over the cliff, and he produces a parachute mm-hmm. out of his backpack. Yeah, no, no Union Jack on it or anything. Boo! <laughs> and basically, dun. they land. Yeah, happy, happy, we win. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Do they even bother with it like after like they go home or uh, just kind of... Well, no. Right well, there? she goes, Dr. Amore, you know, you're... Th- I'm so glad you're here. She's like, oh, I'm you so don't have to call me Dr. Amore. Call me... Right. Mom. Mom. Call me, call me the woman your dad's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and they, but, they get a call that, from what's your face. <laughs> yeah, but then... Yeah, they, they call Kitty at the yeah. office. She's like, like, tell us you're okay. And, it was like, and then they get the most important call of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how it ends. From the president, the of, president the United of the United States, States Barry Bostwick. <laughs> He's not just, you know, Barry Bostwick as the president. He's the president, President, <laughs> president Barry, Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. Yep. And he just says, hey, Minky, I hear, you, I hear you're back in the game. I can use we you. got Air Force One waiting for you. Get your ass back to the U.S. You're going to spy it up. He's like, what do you think of that? And he's like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The end. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And he puts on the freeze glasses, the looks at the camera, freeze, frame. freeze frames, the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And How else are you going to end sadly, your... Sadly, there's no Spy Mate 2. No. No, Barry that guy like... then decided, I'm going to make a million and one buddies movies. They just started throwing buddies money at him, and he was just like, I'm not making monkey movies anymore. Yeah. Well, he's definitely not with Louis. No. And Louis died? Oh, uh, no. Sorry. Oh. You have IMDb. You could have looked it up. No, I, d- I, d- no. I purposely didn't look that up. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. Damn it. Was he buried next to Pat Marina? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Damn it. That sorry. makes me sad. All right, well. Circle of life. <laughs> it was his time. Ah, all right. Mm. He lived a good life. <laughs> Not really. He, he didn't inter- live that long. I think chimps are supposed to live longer than that. Oh. Anyway. 
was it an extreme accident of some <laughs> it kind? Was a skateboard ac- <laughs> it was a skateboard accident. Doesn't really say. It doesn't say. <laughs> or was it snowboarding? I'm pretty sure. Like, I just, I, I'm pretty in sure my Bob mind, Bowser it was something extreme. Longer than that, but I don't he know was whatever. rollerblading or some shit. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. <laughs> he was like, fuck this CG avalanche. I'm going for the real thing. And he was trying to do that Red Bull jump from space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, let's, yeah. ra- let's rate the movie. Okay, fine. Obviously, no Stargrove because these no. movies always have shitty sound. No, it's, but it does get a. They do a decent James Bond impersonation at certain it points. It does get an award for impersonating many movie themes you've heard before. It mm-hmm. does. Including right. the intro sounding like the intro to uh, Princess Bride. Yes. Really like weird. One note off. Right. <laughs> Mark Knopfler sued them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, give it a rating. BJ, you have to go first. You never go first. I know. That's <laughs> your job. I know. So we in April. You're starting. Yeah. Come on, go. 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 Do it. Three jocks. Um, this has everything you want in a monkey movie. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's why I'm giving it four jocks. What? <laughs> I, I am, I, am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no sir, there is so much stupid fun stuff in this movie, and I think they use the monkey well. <laughs> they they do. Uh, I mean, granted, he doesn't like literally get to murder anybody. There's one which would have made it better. Like, but there's one crappy CG monkey in the movie, and but it's a dream sequence. No, it's in no, the beginning when they're doing the, the trapeze. Yeah, thing. oh the trapeze yeah, that, okay, yeah. that's a little, oh, yeah. so. There's like there's there's that you know crappy CG monkey. Right, mm-hmm. but other than that, like the monkey does a good job. They don't try to do anything super crazy where they'd have to put. Somebody in a suit, or you know, or really CG. Spend a lot of time with a CG monkey. It's yeah. fun. The kid isn't fucking offensive or obnoxious. Um, no, she's actually a good actress. That's why she has a career right now. Well, yeah. yes. Um, Richard Kind is perfect. Um, that <laughs> just how dismissive and angry he is at some point. It's just <laughs> yeah, he he's really good. Yeah, he's surprisingly good. This movie surprised me with with how much I enjoyed it. So three jocks. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, the only thing that keeps me like honestly from going all the way up to five is the the sidekicks and the bullshit with them. Yeah, because if you take them out and just have it just focus on following Mike around and following Minky around, it would be really it would be probably a five, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. I can give it three jocks. I know I gave four to uh, MVP two. The The difference for me, I think I like the monkey parts of both movies equally. I think they're both very, very entertaining, but this movie throws in a lot of junk. Yeah, uh, there spe- are more monkey parts in MVP. Yeah. Um, it, this Not one, monkey parts, <laughs> like scenes with monkeys. <laughs> yes, I understand. Um, this movie has a lot more just ancillary bullshit going on stuff mm-hmm. that the movie didn't need yeah. but, but the stuff that they have the monkey do and everything and it's 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 just dumb fun i i just I, it surprises me that people can look at this and and get angry by it considering how how many really bad kids movies are out there mm-hmm. this is so inoffensive in terms of its what it's trying to do i mean it, it never once got to that point of just like ah oh, christ what you know why that with the monkey stuff, with the people stuff, yeah, it did get that bad, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. 
See, that's weird because I mean, like, I I enjoyed MVP two so much more. I mean, there were there were elements of this one, like promises of things I should have enjoyed more, situations that should have been more exciting. Yeah, but like this movie had everything that that one I don't think did that that, that ruined it for me. Like like this had the stupid little you know bonk sound effects and wing, wing you know just like all that kind of yeah bullshit. we kind of. Skipped over the zoink sounds yeah, it made I mean, like, when they were yeah. kicking the ninjas at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just like, like I every mean, ninja that got knocked out got a little dring sound. Like <laughs> right. to, to me, I'm like, I think the most I can give this is two jocks. Like, I mean, like, and that's mostly for like Richard Kind. I mean, and, and, I, and obviously Monkey, Monkey's pretty <laughs> awesome, but like, God, <laughs> yeah. the circus people were just insufferable, and Deborah Jo Rupp doing her thing was pretty goddamn bad, and the spy guy never. I never bought him as a spy at all, like in any way, shape or form. I mean, it was like he came across as like kind of like a dumb Marine. You know, I mean, it was like it seemed like he might be a military guy who might have a monkey psychic. Never once remotely smooth at all. Like, no, you know, I mean, it just seems like anybody could have done a better. Well, I think he was the muscle and Minky was the smooth one. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm just saying like I was because him running through the desert at the beginning is just like, yeah, sure. Monkey. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I just I don't know. Like I could almost go three, but I I mean, I really don't like some of those things are just kind of insufferable to me. The the noises and the sidekicks and stuff. It's okay. And plus the plus the poster (laughs) is like really misleading. Like there's no time with the girl and the monkey together. Like, I mean, that's what I was expecting. Like I was expecting Kid, kid and, and monkey running yeah. around together. They 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 meet like in the last ten minutes. Yeah, and the dad's just like, "Hey, this is my my spy monkey." Yeah, see, I wasn't a lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wish, I wish you didn't think I was a liar. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, it's it's really weird for having a kid in the movie. The kid has really no connection with any kids watching this movie. Like no kids watching this and going like, "Yeah, science." They're just like, "I want to hang out with the monkey." And mm-hmm. skateboard and stuff. Yeah, there, I mean, there's I, none of that, you know. Like it, in, it is interesting that it's a kids movie, and there's what there's really one kid, and yeah. I mean, there's two others that show up briefly, one like scene. friends. But yeah. I mean, it's like it's very strange for a kids movie to have basically no kids in it. Yeah, and like except for her, you know, and like she's not in it that much. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Two. Sorry, best I can All do. Right. <laughs> do you not know apologize? Hey, man, it's fine. Yeah, I'm just glad it lived up to what I was hoping it would live up to. Now we just need the grim and gritty reboot. It's a sequel, man, where he goes, does yeah. jobs for the president. President Bosley. Yeah, President Bosley. gets shot at the beginning and like... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stays out of he sight left, for like a year. Yeah. Actually, no, he gets revenge. captured and they have like a torture montage. And yeah, there you sure, go. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> scorpions and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, scorpions. Yeah. I like... You're following a bad template here, but... Right. That was a great intro, the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. Walls, yeah. But, True. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Should we take a break? Yes. All right, we'll get back. Hey! Number two. Hey. hey. Brought to you by movies. Uh-huh. So let's talk about some, shall we? Yeah. Let's. Who's got a new movie? I saw a pretty damn new movie. How pretty damn new is it? Uh, like brand new this last week or so. Oh, um, really? That's pretty new. Debuted at the, I believe, the Tribeca Film Festival, but you can watch it in the comfort of your own home, thanks to the power of Vimeo. Vimeo! Nice. Yeah, you know, not YouTube. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So Joss Whedon... Uh, 
did not actually go to the Tribeca Film Festival, sent some little message saying, hey guys, here's the movie that I wrote and produced, directed by this other guy, and because I'm busy making Avengers 2, sure. and guess what? You can watch it at home if you want to, for five bucks on Vimeo. It's a rental. Oh. So I was like, cool. I'll I was do that. not aware you could rent movies on Vimeo. You can. Yeah. Uh, just like YouTube, I guess. You can give them money, which no one ever does, but you can. No. What movie was it? Uh, it's called In Your Eyes. Huh. Exactly. Um, What's it about? Why don't you tell us about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the name so of the movie? So when I start describing the plot, you're probably going to have the same reaction I did, where I was like, huh, that sounds kind of dumb. And when it starts happening, you're like, this might be kind of dumb. But if you just buy into the premise of the movie that doesn't even bother to e- offer an explanation, it just kind of works. Okay. So the movie opens, and it's a couple little kids, and this girl is sledding down a hill, and boy is sitting in a classroom. All of a sudden, the little boy starts seeing through the little girl's eyes as she's about to crash into a tree, and he collapses on the... She hits the tree, he falls out of his desk, and like gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Cut to some time later. Um, you don't know it right away, but it's the same boy and girl growing up, living about their lives, and all of a sudden they start realizing that they can see through each other's eyes. They've never met, they don't know each other, they live on opposite sides of the country. And so they can see through each other's eyes and hear each other like they're making a FaceTime call from thousands of miles away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what goes from there is kind of a kind of romantic comedy, kind of more just like a straight up romance with that little bit of a sci-fi element to it, I suppose. And it just kind of works as a movie. It's really charming and endearing and you know because it's Joss Whedon it's well written characters and interesting things going on and I ended up really really liking it are they always connected to each other or is it on command kind of on command they can like hang up the call if you will all right yeah do they both have to initiate the call or can one just butt in and go nah now I'm seeing in your eyes kind of yeah there's a little bit of that I guess like I mean I guess they kind of have active have to actively try not to let the other person in ah because uh, there's a couple moments where the other one person will just come in when they don't necessarily want the other person there. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, it's this weird kind of never met the person before kind of romance thing that happens. And, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff going on that I don't necessarily want to get into. But right. they're, they're very different people and very different lives and things happening. And it just ends up really working. And I found it extremely charming because it's that... I don't know if we want to call it a rom-com. It is, I guess, whatever. I mean, there's funny bits that happen, but it's like I said, it's kind of more just a romance movie, but it's one of those, you know, non-patronizing ones where neither one has the need to, like, change the other one. It's just that they have to kind of come together and realize that they're good for each other, you know, besides having this weird superpower between the two of them. You know, it's just, I like that. You know, most rom-coms are, we want the women to come see this, so the guy's mm-hmm. shitty, and she's got to change him. And eventually, <laughs> by the end, he goes, "Well, yep, I was a dumbass. Together, yay, we're yeah. together. I yeah, need to give up everything I enjoy in my yeah. life, so right? I can so, you. or vice versa. You know, it's it's just not usually, it's not usually geared for just anybody to watch. Where it's like, you know what? I don't feel insulted by this. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So who's I, in it? Um, well, some people you might not recognize. Um, oh, for the most part, um, <laughs> the two main stars are um. Michael Stahl David, who uh, he was in Cloverfield. I don't remember even which character he was, per se. Right. And then the, the girl is uh, Zoe Kazan. So I don't know if you've ever seen her or anything. But nah. but surprisingly, you know who's in it? We mentioned her last week. Jennifer Grey. 
Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Nose job lady. I didn't know no. she was in it. She was in it. I guess uh, she got off her ass as for listening to the podcast. <laughs> it was yeah. like, time to build my <laughs> career Time to again. make this movie yes. real, real fast. <laughs> yes. So I just thought that was funny. Like, when she popped up in the cards, I was like, oh, would you look at that? Huh. But yeah, it's directed by Bryn Hill. Um, again, not really. I don't think I've seen anything that he's done or oh. they. I Bryn. don't know. Bryn Hill. I'm going to go with guy. Maybe not. Okay. Could be wrong. Person. Bryn sounds like a guy. Human. Human. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's worth five. I mean, it was worth five bucks to me. I enjoyed the shit out of it. But you know, I'm sure it'll be coming to a traditional, more traditional medium anyway. Because I gotta say, Vimeo, Vimeo kind of sucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, luckily a lot of the console-y things and Apple TV have Vimeo as an option on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rigmarole you have to go through of getting signed up, and luckily you can like pay with without giving them a credit card. It was just like pay with PayPal. And I was like, yes, yeah, not giving you. you not my credit card one other place. Right. Just I trust you, PayPal, and well enough i suppose <laughs> you know i'm just saying it's there it's already there i'm not adding it one other place but yeah so luckily at least they have that kind of thing so okay. it, it only crapped out like once like buffering issue so you would recommend we see this when it comes to a well, an acceptable it, I mean, home it, it, video it didn't, format it didn't crap out crap out it just like it was like it paused for like 20 seconds and buffered and then it was fine after that and for the rest of the movie it pretty much looked fine so it could have been your internet could have been okay your results may vary. Mm. Okay. I didn't hate the Vimeo experience. It was just like, really? Them? Mm. Okay. Okay. I'll see it at some point. Sure. I probably don't want to watch it on Vimeo. Yeah. But, yeah. eh, sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Sure. Does it have that Whedon-esque dialogue? A little bit. Like, I mean, it's not... I mean, everyone, everything that people say is... It's got that clever, like, I, I can buy this person saying it, not like that, oh, that's somebody would never say that they're not clever enough to say this but both of them are smart people so okay. it makes sense okay mm-hmm. it's I thought it was pretty well written hmm. well I watched a couple of movies oh, yeah what you did you check yeah they're not festival worthy oh no <laughs> uh, I first up I watched 2012's That's My Boy that's Why? got Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg in it yes it does how funny was that? Wasn't bad. Oh. It's okay? Yeah. Well, good. Um, Isn't that the one where Adam Sandler has sex with his teacher when he's a kid? Yes. And then, and then he Andy pre- Samberg is the result of that? That is correct. Okay. And uh, I, I, I realize that these days Adam Sandler misses more than he hits. Mm-hmm. But he has moments for me still. And this this movie is like a very hard R-rated movie. And usually most of his stuff now is, is like PG-13, sort of like tame, kind of childish bullshit. Crap. And this, this movie just kind of goes all out. And I kind of give it credit for that. Like not shying away from just doing some really awful jokes. Okay. I, and maybe it's me coming off of Grown Ups 2 lasting four minutes and going, no, this this is the worst thing ever. Uh but this this kind of reminded me of Grandma's Boy, which I happen to like, not love, but I like it. It has its fans. Yeah. And it actually shares characters with that movie, so it's kind of in that universe. It huh. it's almost a sequel ish. There okay. are some parallel characters in it. <laughs> yeah. So uh no, oh, actually, okay. but it's alright. You know, has like right. a skit albums, like there's some stuff that's just unbearable, but then like every once in a while there's one that, that you kind of quote all the time. There's the goat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it, it's not as good as the goat sketch, but it's it's fine. It's what, not super annoying. What goofy voice is he doing? Boston accent. Okay. 
right. And doing it to the point where it's not like it's not a cartoon. It's not like Little Nicky where it's like, what is wrong? Why is no one on the production stopping you? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, that's probably what you know a lot of Boston sounds like. So deal with it. Okay. <laughs> so thought it was all right. Harlow yeah. looks very disappointed with me. Uh, I've actually seen this one, so I yeah 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 okay. He yeah. does not share your feelings. No, I mean, most of these, like, you know, I can be like, oh, that sounds terrible, but I haven't actually seen it, but mm-hmm. I did see this one. Yeah, and you hated it? It's, I wouldn't call it pleasant. <laughs> 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 well, so when well, you put it that way, it? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, like, I like how they commit to certain jokes, like Vanilla Ice being in this movie and just, like, living in the projects and just being... T- I actually wasn't even going to say that... <laughs> I was going to say if there was one joke, it's like, but even that wore out. It's welcome by the end. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I it don't was, know. It, I tolerable, and I laughed a few times, and made it all the way to the end, and never was like I'm turning mm-hmm. this off. Well, so. I did. I did. I was like, I'm going to watch this for Andy Samberg. He hasn't burned me yet. Yeah. So it, the the premise of this movie kind of reminded me of like Meet the Parents, but I hate Meet the Parents, so this was sort of like more palatable. Wait, even the first one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't stand. Okay. can't fucking stand that movie and have never watched any of the others. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, middle of the road, average, good, has some laughs, not terrible, doesn't make you want to punch your television. However, what does, what did make me want to punch my television was The Hangover 3, which, look, I like the first movie. I legit like the first movie. And first I know, movie's good. And I, it's, it's hip to say that that movie is garbage. Like, a bunch of people are just like, that those that guy is a talentless director and shouldn't be making movies and blah 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 the hangover is a legit funny movie Mm -hmm. the second one is god it's so derivative as hell as being the exact same movie but it still had funny parts to it even though you feel bad for it being a carbon copy of the first movie Mm -hmm. i still laughed the third one is pure just money grab bullshit it is just here's a hundred million dollars go nuts I don't care if you don't have a script. Just put those actors in a scene and let them do things. And it is, it it is anger inducing. How, how many other like good movies could have been funded with the money that it took to make this movie? <laughs> I mean, it's just people jacking off on camera, not like literally, but it's just like that's what's happening. It's just like you're just watching a bunch of rich assholes fuck around in a movie. It's just it's just unpleasant and terrible. Hmm. I, I've just it, it really made me mad. Like I, I broke it up over two days watching it and was just super pissed at the end of it. Uh, I'm I'm at the point now. I think Zach Galifianakis should only do between two ferns. He should never be in another movie again. His, his shtick here is terribly annoying. Like it's it still doesn't bother me in like due date and stuff like that. I'm I still see, okay I thought, with it. I thought due date would have been so much better with someone other than him. Because I thought I thought Robert Downey Jr. was magnificent. Oh, in that he was movie. fucking great in that movie. But like his stick just got so old so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's really super annoying here. Like you can tell how much is improvised, and it's just like this is just bad. It's like you chose that take. That's the joke you want to go with, and it's like not even a joke. I, I guess with him, for me now, it's like his comedy holds no surprises anymore. Yeah, because you know what you're getting, right? And it's kind of like. He was a one joke pony and he's still making that joke. Yep. I mean, and granted, be, Between Two Ferns can be really funny when he's doing that because of the people he gets sure. there to react to that. But 
it, this is all the people you've seen reacting to this the whole time. And yeah. the movie is centered on his character this time. Oh, it's goody. it's his bullshit that everyone's dealing with. So Good. it's even higher Great. on the annoying scale. Yeah. So yeah, John Goodman's in it. And he's pretty good. Oh, good. I, I found him enjoyable, um, but he's just there to be bad guy. He's not like doing anything really mm-hmm. like clever. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got anything else, Harlow? Uh, no, I've been watching a lot of TV. Okay. I don't think we're doing TV talk. TV. No. Okay. Uh, I did a little mini marathon for myself. Ooh, what'd you do? It's kind of dumb. <laughs> I watched the Star Wars prequels. Oh, you're oh, dumb. God. Yeah. Why? You know, I had not watched any of them in their entirety since release. I realized that. Like, since I saw them in the theater, I've watched bits and pieces. Obviously, episode one, I've seen the pod race too many times because it was basically like, hey, I got new speakers. Let's put that on, you know. Right. Hey, I got a new TV. Let's watch that. So, you know, I've seen bits and pieces of them all, but I hadn't watched in their entirety mm-hmm. since they came out. Uh, episode one's still terrible. Yes. Yep. It, it is like, and, and it's never going to get better. Yeah. And looking at it in ways, it's, it's so frustrating because there is good in it, but there's so much bad surrounding it mm-hmm. that I understand why I think that movie has more fan edits than any movie in history and why everyone has, you know, every Star Wars fan has a way of fixing that movie in their head. Everybody's got like, all right, well, if you cut these parts out, and you focus on this, you know, you could fix that movie. And everybody has a theory on how to fix it. Yep. And I, I guess it's just so frustrating that that's what we're stuck with. It doesn't matter how you try and fix it. You know, you still got them destroying the force by calling it, you know, by saying it's an infection and it's midichlorians and all that. It's like, nope, that's there. That's stuck now. And they've already said in the new ones, it's like, no, the only things that matter anymore are those six movies that are already that have already happened. So uh. I think that's why everybody's just... But uh. I think I think what's worse than the like the dumb explanation of the midichlorians is the fact that they never fucking explain the immaculate conception of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, they're just like yeah, fucking midichlorians. I mean that whatever. If there's little things in your body, that's one thing. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb explanation. But like what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I mean, isn't isn't like an unanswered question his origin? It's like yeah. they're asking the mother, and well, she just like doesn't one, say anything. In the and, third one, it's implied that. The emperor guy created was the one who created him. Oh, so it's, it's implied in okay. the third one at one point, but yeah. <laughs> Either way, the, the first movie, like Liam Neeson, is still good because he understand like the George Lucas dialogue. Either you understand how to work with it or you don't. Yeah, and clearly Natalie Portman never figured it out even after three movies. Like no clue, no clue what to do with that because we all know that girl can be phenomenal in just about anything, mm-hmm. but not this, mm-hmm. not at all. And Ewan McGregor seems like the only one who was having any sort of fun whatsoever. Yeah. And I, I still enjoy the hell out of the lightsaber fight. Um, I think I, I know there's so many artificial things that make that happen, but plenty of movies have artificial things that make things happen. You know, the energy gates, there's no reason for them, but it's such a good setup when it's happening. It's like, Oh, that is so awesome. Cause mm-hmm. you have them that just staring each other down. And it's like, this is what I wanted this whole movie. Why didn't you do this? until the last 10 minutes and and pod race is still a lot of fun even though the first five minutes of a 15 minute sequence is them introducing racers yeah yeah well, they gotta like, sell those toys i know but yeah and apparently they added more in the home video version like, like the theatrical version had less of that and they added in like an extra two or three minutes or something so great but yeah but and 
that score for that is really good. Like I, I've already determined they once John Williams retires or dies, whichever happens first, like they can't make new score for those movies. They have to use whatever still exists, and they can't. I just I can't see anybody doing anything with those. The guy who that scored he hasn't already the done. Um, uh, Shadow, what is it? Shadow of the Fate. What the hell was that? Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. There was the, a, the Nintendo sixty four. Well, game. no, there was there was a score for it, and I don't think it necessarily had to do with the game. I think he actually made a score to like go coincide with the book, and mm. it's probably the best John Williams esque ripoff I've heard. It's really? not as good, obviously, yeah. yeah, but it's pretty good. It's like wow, okay, this guy's aping pretty well. Mm-hmm. Could it have been as good if he had like an actual orchestra and like you know? I think he did. Oh, really? I okay. mean, I mean, maybe he didn't have like as large of an orchestra, but I mean, the it Boston was, Pops. It sounded like <laughs> Star Warsy music. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah but I, I think big episode one. Uh, you know, aside from Jar Jar, just he's still terrible. There's still fart jokes. He steps in shit twice. It just, it's like really like like why are you, why are you doing this? Like tonally, it doesn't match up with anything else, and that's why he's even worse. And it's also one of those cases of. It feels like a like I don't know. I think it was on Idle Thumbs where somebody talked about how when they made the game Fallout Two, mm-hmm. there's all these little weird jokes when you go to areas that happen, and it seems like everybody who worked on a section put their own little joke in, thinking nobody would find it, but everybody had jokes, so it changed the entire tone of everything. <laughs> I think all the animators put little shit in when they had a Jar Jar scene. They're like, well, "What if we just have them do this?" Yeah, and, he's, and then you know George's like, "Oh, that's great." Rick <laughs> McCallum's like, "Oh, George, that's a great idea. You should leave that in." You know, actually, so, actually, it was more. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but I genuinely think like everybody threw in these goofy little touches just for the hell of it. Yeah, and, and then, then he's just, like, they all and then he's like, added it, up, keep it, and then it all piled up into that shit <laughs> pile. Yeah. So okay, but it, but the whole thing it doesn't even matter. That that's probably the worst crime of all of it is it destroys so much stuff, and yet. Plot-wise, it really doesn't matter at all. But at least you get into the second one, and things kind of matter. Yeah. But that romance stuff, as bad as Jar Jar is, he is not as bad as the romance scenes in Episode 2. They genuinely feel like they were written by somebody who's never been on a date before, only been told, like, this is what it's like when you fall in love. <laughs> and they're like, okay, that sounds cool. You know, Like, if you told a robot, it's like, here's what falling in love is like, robot. And robot's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I will write these lines. Sand is coarse, not smooth like you. You know, I mean, like that's how every scene feels in that movie. That was the best reenactment yeah. of that line ever. Pretty good. <laughs> that's what it, it felt like to me. I, and I mean, I liked that. That's the one I feel the most conflicted on mm-hmm. because it's like, holy shit, Yoda's fighting with a lightsaber. This is crazy. And then you're like, holy shit, Yoda's fighting with a lightsaber? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, there's that whole, like, there's so much fan service in that movie. It's like they swung the pendulum all the way back. We're like, well, everyone was really pissed off at us about that first one. Let's kind of bring it back in. And I still think, that, like, they they lose their way a bit because of that. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's something about all the stuff they do where it's like, yeah, this is kind of dumb and illogical, but it's still kind of cool. And it's still kind of fun and it, it it kind of feels more in tone with the original movies i guess mm-hmm. but god damn that thing is a cg nightmare like he loves putting people on animals that have weird motion 
and then trying to make it look natural and it just looks terrible mm-hmm. every time it shows up. So there's a lot of that in there and apparently and it was the fir- one of the first all digital like, like no that's, film used. It was I believe it was the first one that yeah. used all. That's the one with the big arena, right? Where yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. I remember that specifically just like these people don't look yeah, like they're that, on that. Yeah, that <laughs> scene and the uh and the whole there's like a the assembly line mm-hmm. factory thing that I'd I'd forgotten all about that and yeah. like C3PO is just barking his way through it where it's uh-huh. kind of like it's kind of like yeah, it's C3PO but it's really obnoxious but at least it's not like Jar Jar where you know you've got the whole Darth Maul fight going on while Jar Jar is commanding an army like doing looney tunes shit straight out of a looney tunes cartoon. Yeah. You know, and that like totally destroys everything that's going on but yeah, episode 2 at least the tone is not as like, like there's not as there's not as many shifts. It just feels like we're on an adventure, which is probably how it should feel. Yeah, but it's still not good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I, I gave it two and a half stars. It's still not that great. But out of what sixty? Out of five. Ooh, five. And a lot of people like like no episode one so much better than episode two. And I'm like, I can't go there with you nope. because at least the filmmaking is better. At least yeah. episode two seems to know where it's going, whereas episode one has. No idea. It's all over the place. People who say that are still riding that initial Star Wars wave of new Star Wars. And by two, they were like ready to be disappointed. So they didn't like it. But they're still riding that. I saw the new Star Wars in the theater. Episode one. Hooray. Well, there's people that are like, oh, you know, the kid in one isn't as bad as, you know, uh, Hayden Christensen. I'm like, you're high. He's pretty bad in two, though. He's bad, but But he's not as bad as the kid. Yeah, he is not. Nothing as bad as that kid. But he's pretty bad, but he just, he comes (laughs) off as a creepy Reddit guy in all the romance scenes because he's like, I've thought about you every day. Oh, yeah. You you have to love me now. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, no, you're required to love me because I've invested all this time and thought into you. Why don't you, you need to, you have to love me back. Never this mind. is this is not fair. This yeah. is not right. Never mind the fact that it used to be my babysitter, essentially. Yeah, it, which is gross. Yeah, the whole age timeline thing is weird, and that's why all that romance stuff sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least by the third one, the third one, I legitimately like. All right, the first twenty minutes is fantastic of that movie. Like, I mean, there's some stuff that's kind of a little goofy, but that feels like the other star Wars movies Mm -hmm. in that first 20 minutes, because there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a whole adventure and they're just doing fun things. And all those scenes work. Is that the spy shit in the first one with the bounty hunter? Well, I don't even remember how. No, that's in the second one. The third one starts where they're infiltrating the ship because they have to rescue the chancellor. Okay. And so they're fighting their way through the ship and, um, you know, they end up fighting count Dooku and they're also, well, it starts off with the whole space battle, right. which is like the first time they had the huge, and they go a little bit too CG with it, but that first 20 minutes is just a lot of fun because there's a lot of fun things happening and they combine all the sorts of action that you like from the other movies. Is that where they're jumping around like fifth element cars and... That's in the second That's one. That's what I was just talking about. Okay. The That's the second one. Thing. The right. third one, yeah, the third one is... Okay. And then the ship, they have to land the ship and it's falling apart. Okay. But I'm with you now. I don't like General Grievous. I think he's not a very good character at all. He's a robot. Yeah, and he's a robot, and he's always like coughing and choking. It's like never you, understood that. Never understood why a robot. It is coughing. something that happens in the freaking Clone Wars cartoon thing he's that not they release. Robot. He's like a cyborg. Guy. Yeah, oh, okay. but it's whatever it is. It doesn't work. I know. Like he's not threatening in that way because he just. Yeah. Oh, it's a sick robot. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I know they don't mean like, dude, check out that sick robot. It's yeah. like oh, that robot sick. has you know the herp or something. I mean, there's... he's caught the has Michelangelo been... virus. Yeah. Emphysema. Yes, he's got a heart. He's got a heart bleed. Yeah. Wait, I, was that of the net reference? Huh? Yeah. Was that no, a Michelangelo net? was like the first computer virus. <laughs> nice. Yes. The first yeah. well-known one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, nerd. Yeah, but uh, Hayden Christensen at least is better in that movie. Yeah, I mean he's when he's with Natalie Portman, they're still not good, but he's better. And you know, I mean, there and then it, it does get bogged down after that first twenty minutes with a lot of walk and talk scenes. And here, sit down with me and talk about this. And him just going back to and Natalie Portman is just reduced to exposition by that point she's like Anakin what's going on you know oh let me tell you let me recap what's happening so they do a lot of that but then and then the Obi-Wan fight with Grievous where he they put him on a freaking running lizard cat thing (laughs) and it's like god stop putting people on these fucking animals for no reason but Mm -hmm. parts of that fight work but parts of them are dumb yeah but once shit goes wrong for everybody that's when that movie gets good again and it's like, okay, things have gravity now. Things are going wrong. And even though Anakin goes from, oh, God, what have I done to, all right, I'll go kill some kids now in the span of about 30 seconds, mm-hmm. which is still the biggest flaw of that movie is it's like, I understand you've kind of set it up a little bit, but. That's a harsh change <sighs> to just flip a switch like that. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It still just doesn't quite work. Yeah. But there's at least gravity What's hap- to what's happening. And it's that nostalgia factor kicking in when it's like, Oh God, they're on the ship from the beginning of episode four from mm-hmm. a new hope. You know, they're, you're seeing all the shit that's like, okay, this ties in there. You know, like that stuff I think was always going to work. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't see how they could totally fuck that up at the very end when they're tying all that stuff in, but yeah, except for the no. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm like, man, I'm so on board with this. And then they got to the <laughs> no. And I was like, I had actually blocked that out. Yeah. Because I hate it so much. I think that's one of the only times, like, seeing that in the theater on opening day, because I was still on board. I was like, fuck it, these have to get better. <laughs> you know? And, like, people literally laughed. Yeah. As it was happening. Yeah. Like, I did. I, I don't think that's, like, any that's something that's ever happened to me before. Where, like, <laughs> if something was just so stupid on screen that everybody just laughed. Like, yeah. Like, what? how did you not know that? How did you not know that everyone was going to react the same way to that? How terrible it was. I think it's just even worse because, like, I mean, you can. It's like somehow there's this separation. I mean, other than like R two D two and C three PO being there and, and quickly Chewbacca, but I mean, like, there's this separation of the prequels and that. And then, like, suddenly shit feels real when you have James Earl Jones and Darth Vader's suit, you know, mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. together. And it's like this is your bridge. Yep. And then it's like suddenly you connect the fact that like these badass things that happened in the originals and you hear James Earl Jones say Padme and you're like that's a fucking stupid ass name yep and like you know what happened to Padme (laughs) (laughs) and it's like god that was dumb why do we not hear how dumb that was until you just said that yep and then like the (laughs) yeah yeah the no scene just plays so yeah poorly but they were so lucky to cast Ian McDiarmid as the Emperor 20 years ago yeah 30 years ago now because the scenes bef- before he turns like totally evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before he unlimited yeah. powers. Yeah. yeah, before he starts doing that shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's still fun when he's doing that because it's so over the top mm-hmm. that 
you can tell he's having more fun with it, but he's really good in the scenes where he's just kind of slimy yeah. politician guy. I agree with that. And it's one of those where it's like, man, like, like we know you weren't thinking that far ahead when you did this, but you lucked out. Yeah. That you, that you had this guy and he was still willing to do everything. And, mm-hmm. and he committed to it so thoroughly. But I, I will say, like, when they kill off Samuel L. Jackson, that is, like, the bloodlust moment for me where I'm just like, man, just skip to the end and let's murder all these fuckers. Like, yeah, because the Jedi come off as the bad guys. Yeah. because And they come off as just so dumb mm-hmm. because it's like the dark side surrounds the Chancellor. And then when Anakin's like, yeah, the Chancellor's the Sith Lord, they're like, what? Yeah. It's like... I know. Uh, <laughs> what? How? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's just a lot of poorly written stuff, but it's well hidden in that third one. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a watchable movie, but God. Mm-hmm. The first one, I, like, I, I felt sad that my suspicions were confirmed. It had been long enough. I figured, all right, I can sit through this and do it. And I just got angry as it was going. I was just like, and, and I was, and I wasn't angry about like, oh no, you've ruined my childhood because you know the old ones still exist and they're still amazing. Right. But it was just how poorly made it was. Yeah. Like it was just flat out poorly made, and the CG has dated poorly. And I think the CG in the second one has actually dated even more poorly hmm. because they went so far with it. And yeah but I'm going to watch the other ones. The real ones. Okay. Well, special edition versions. What's that? Special edition versions. You need to cleanse yourself. I I don't even care about that shit. All right. I'm I'm fine. You say that until Jedi. Because they barely touched Empire Strikes Back. Okay. That's what matters. Yeah. They barely touched that movie. Look, you don't taste very good. So, anybody got anything else or do we want to do some emails? I got nothing. I I don't got anything. You say you got another one or you got nothing? I got nothing. 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 Nada. Sometimes nothing's a real cool hand. That's true. Yep. I heard that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got one back from the archives here for you guys. Ooh. Okay. It's from Steve, like the bird heron. He calls it Sick Day. It says, hello, casters of Banff. It's Steve, like the bird heron. Sorry it's been a while, but I've been doing theater shit. I cannot think of a topic to ask, but I thought of one. About a week ago, I was sick with strep throat. I'm lying in bed and decide to watch a movie. I end up watching Grand Piano with John Cusack and Elijah Wood. I realized that it was the perfect sick movie. It's dumb enough to follow, but smart enough not to undermine my intelligence. Other movies like this are Back to the Future, Catch Me If You Can, Ocean's Eleven, Die Hard, and maybe Shawshank. Most heist are prison break movies, actually. What are some movies you like to watch when you're sick? Crash and Burn, Steve Heron, Like the Bird, Out. P.S. I love that other people reference my nickname in emails now. It puts a smile on my fence. Smile on my face. On his fence? Smile, yeah, I am reading comprehension. It's a weird fence. It puts a smile it's a, it's on a my guy, face. He takes all the stolen sent, stuff, too. Sent via infection. <laughs> his, fin, his fence just thinks that's hilarious. I got you. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, you got any stuff to sell me? But yeah, God, mo- movies when you're sick. I you the bird now. Um, outbreak, contagion. <laughs> you like to wallow in the sickness. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I generally don't watch like stuff I'm familiar with when I'm sick. Cause I mean, I just went through like a, a head cold where I was pretty hopped up on cold medicine, mm-hmm. but I will watch things that I know I don't have to pay that close attention to. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on what kind of sick I am. Cause like if I know I just kind of want to sleep, I sadly, I mean, trust me, I've watched the movie plenty of times, but I put on like 2001 and yeah. skip past the monkey scene. Yeah. And I know it's going to put me to sleep because it's quiet for about two hours. Right. And then <laughs> it gets loud. Yep. There's a bunch of colors and, <laughs> yeah. and the movie's over. 
mean, you can't you can't watch the monkeys because that'll immediately give yeah. you bad dreams. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like when I was sick, I watched the black hole for like the first time since I was a kid. And uh, how'd that hold up? Well, I I actually thought, I, yeah, up? uh, I actually still liked it a lot, but had forgotten kind of how crazy, just heady the end of that movie gets, and like being up real late on cold medicine watching that just freaks you the fuck out. I mean, that movie is so over the heads of kids by the time you get to the end of it. Mm-hmm. And man, that's just a trippy ending for that movie. It's just the implications of what the hell is going on is just bizarre. Heaven and hell and Dante's Inferno and all this crazy shit in a kid's sci-fi movie. And you're just like, Ooh. oh, yeah, I got to be honest. If I have like a fever and like I'm already kind of like weird and trippy, I'll, I'll watch some weird ass trip movies. That's when I put on like Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, bring it. I can it's see like, it's like free drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the individual frames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, it's it's it tends to be movies I've seen a billion times. You know, like like Big Lebowski, like any of the Indiana Jones movies, yeah. Gremlins, a- any of those like just going back to movies I've seen a dozen times cuz when I'm sick, I know that I'm going to either drift in and out or just not pay attention and it's like I don't All right, I'm cool with that, you yeah. know. And I guess I kind of see what he's saying there, but I like I, I wouldn't like watching heist movies unless I'd already seen it, just because no. things have to twist and be intricate, and you know when you're sick, your brain isn't quite there either. So no, it's got other priorities. Yeah, fighting infection. Yeah, see if like when you're sick, if like now you see me, makes sense. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it does. Yeah. Maybe it finally does. Nope. No. Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. BJ got some sick movies. No, I tend to just watch. Anything that moves. <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm sick, I'm just... I just don't even fucking yeah, want to be... Whatever's on USA Network at the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, if it's USA, that's fine. Um, last time I was homesick for a few days, I watched uh, the BBC coverage of the Olympics. Sure. Like yeah. a week after the Olympics had ended. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's just... The highlight package? <laughs> or no, they were just rerunning their coverage? Just rerunning their coverage, great. yeah. Great. That's a great idea. <laughs> it, there was so much of it, and I didn't have to worry about anything. I was jacked up on muscle relaxers, so, oh, yeah. so it was just sit back and let British people be British for a while. You're sitting there like, luge. Luge. Skeleton. Look, they're curling again. Yeah. Man, they're stoning. I'm kind of stoned. <laughs> <laughs> this works, man. Oh, yeah, they should bring those brooms over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> just clean up this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Or yeah. any junk TV that I can binge on Netflix. Right. That's mainly what I'll do. I'll put in like a DVD of some show I've seen a million times mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. hit play all. Yeah. Another 30,000 episodes of How It's Made, maybe. <laughs> right. That's a very good sick show. Because mm-hmm. each segment's only like five, ten minutes. Yeah. So you fell asleep. It's like, oh, I guess then I don't it could be like, fuck. Yeah, I yeah, saw I, how they made paper clips and then yeah, I have... Fuck, toothpicks. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Chinese food boxes again. Oh, oh Tetra Pack. Oh, kayaks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The, yep. Once they had video games. Airstream trailer? There's one there that was oh, video yeah. games. It was yeah, like the Prince of Persia from 2001. So fucking depressing. <laughs> Tighten up the graphics on level three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't like, you will work 100 hours a week hmm. at the yeah. end. No. Yeah. Crunch. So, this is called crunch. Crunch. All right. 
Last one here is from Sean. Like a bird? Sean's new. No. No, Sean is not like a bird. He says, theme month suggestion. Oh, God. <laughs> of course, because we love him. May Tai, dear BMF, if May were to be a theme month, why not May Tai, a month devoted to movies from Thailand? Here are a few movies oh, you can Mai see. Oh, Tai. Ma- okay, I get it. Muay Thai. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Kung Fu, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai. says, uh, first mentions The Protector. Which uh, he says Tony Jaw broke through with Ong Bak, oh, but okay. cranked the insanity up to eleven with the protector. One of the most memorable scenes of this movie took a month to shoot because it was done in one continuous take. No cutaways, no edits. Which you've I've seen it. the projector. The protector. Oh yeah, I, just, I don't remember <laughs> <The protector>. any <laughs> um, long shots like that. I might might have to go back and watch it. I just I fucking love Ong, Ong Bak. I mean the original oh, yeah, one is so goddamn good. Yeah, so that's a cousin. Yeah, the cousin noise, out of that movie, and that cousin. is one of the best movies ever. Hmm. Yeah, uh, chocolate. Debut of action star Jija Yanin is an autistic savant who can replicate any physical action she witnesses. When gangsters threaten her family, Yanin locks herself in a room with hours of martial arts footage and emerges with a large can of whoop ass ready to go. That was in my Netflix queue for like three years. Yeah. And I never ended up watching it. I tried. I I started. I was like, I'm not in the mood. Never went back. No. Is that even still on Netflix instant anymore? Don't know. Because they keep taking shit off. Like Spy Mate was on Netflix instant, and now it's not anymore. So I know. Resort to family shame eight pack. On Sorry. DVD. <laughs> we could have had four. Could have watched we could have had 4K super footage, <laughs> super HD streaming, but no, they took it down. Jerks. Yeah. Uh, another one, Dynamite Warrior. Thai Western set at the turn of the century pits a legendary outlaw and a tough rancher against a greedy rail baron and a psychotic killer. This period piece goes places you probably wouldn't expect it to. That's Tony Jaw too, isn't it? Uh, he doesn't say. I figured he would have mentioned if it was Tony Jaw. I think, I think Tony Jaw too. Return of Tony Jaw. I think that's an early, early one. Yeah. So we have to do Tony Jawtober. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he's got a couple more. But uh, Legend of the Tsunami Warrior. A humble fisherman becomes involved in a power struggle between noble houses in ancient Thailand. If you ever wondered, what if Aquaman showed up on Game of Thrones? It probably wouldn't look exactly like this, but close. <laughs> well, I have right. never wondered if Aquaman would show up on Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, I did. But... Like, oh, there was did? this one time where I was like, dude, what if Aquaman showed up right now? That would yeah. be dope. I know how she can cross the narrow seas. So just summon all the <laughs> fish and carry them across. <laughs> show over, because the fucking dragons are there now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one is Psalm Tam. It's a comedy starring Nathan Jones. But he says uh, he can't, you can't find it on DVD anywhere, but it does feature Nathan Jones dropping, doing a drop kick on a 747. Well. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. If you want to see a man do a drop kick on a 747. I kind of do Som now. Psalm Tam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I was not going to read that one until I read that last sentence. I was like, rewind. Yeah, good idea. They said, yeah, just some suggestions for your consideration. Thanks, uh-huh. Sean. I appreciate all those, but it's not happening in May. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Sorry. May is freedom month. Freedom month. <laughs> yeah. It's also probably June. Yep. Maybe July. <laughs> <laughs> well, July is freedom month. Oh, yeah. By default. Maybe never again. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, if we do if we do, if we we do, do a theme on one of these upcoming months. Johnny July? I, I, we still have a squad month. To go yeah. with Force Month, I, I've mm. we found some squad movies. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we loaded up on squad movies. So I, I mean, mean, we could do Force Month. Too. I'm saying like squad movies would be fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure these are all going to be movies in our wheelhouse. Not like, oh uh, well, there's this because it fits the theme. Yeah, no, they're yeah. all you know, guy gets gun, goes on killing spree. Yeah, <laughs> murders the punks who <laughs> beat up his 
Yeah, one of them was like Russian terrorists take over a school yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Russian squad. Squad squad. Russian mm-hmm. attack. Yeah. Is there a force squad? <laughs> that would be too perfect. Squad force. Squad force. Squad force, <laughs> squad force five. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch Squad Force. Mega oh, yeah. Squad. So we got any other emails or are we done? Now we're done. All right, cool. Let's we're wrap really running late. Sorry, everybody else. Yeah, let's wrap it. All right. BMFcast.com. Check out the right-hand side of the page. It's got buttons, which will take you to all our social stuff. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Take you to iTunes. Check us out on Stitcher, an app for all of your relevant mobile devices. There is a... Uh, also on that... Uh, on that right-hand side of the page, there is a, an Amazon search box, so if you're buying anything from the Amazons, you should search through there because it doesn't cost you anything, but it gives us money um, for basically zero effort on your part. Mm-hmm. Um, also, send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com and give us a call on the Garfield phone because you know you want to, and you'd better, or else. 9105-JOX-BMF, 9105-56-9263. Garfield has been um, strangely quiet lately, so... I hope he's all right. Me too. Haven't heard his purring and ringing. Or your voices. So give us a call. Keep them short and sweet, and we won't hate you. Cool. Well, let's get out of here then. All yes. right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Bamfcast Out.